Hi there, everyone. I'm Ashley Wellington, and welcome into the campfire. This week, we are breaking down 95A Division One, and we'll introduce you to the teams in this district in our film session. 95A Division One was dominated by Port Arthur Memorial last year as they swept through the district behind a stout defense before they were upset in the first round of playoffs to Hightower. The Titans should be the favorite this year, but the gap may be closing a little bit. Baytown Lee finished tied for second and bring back two of the best receivers in the district, including two-way player Trudell Berry. The Ganders need a quarterback to get them the ball, but that's what spring football is all about. Goose Creek Memorial is still a relatively new school, but the Patriots made some great strides last year and found themselves in a tie for second place when all was said and done. Coach Shannon Carter has high hopes for senior Mason Dukes to lead the way for another playoff appearance. Look for Laporte to have a bounce back year. The Bulldogs have a new head coach in Jackson Tarr as of last week. Junior running back Kobe Garrett and junior quarterback Tristan Spears got some time last year and that experience could make for two solid years in a row for these guys. Friendswood will be trying to make a playoff push behind a young roster, and Galveston Ball has one of the most experienced returning quarterbacks in Seth Williams. However, the team returning a lot of guys that will contribute could be Baytown Sterling. The Rangers finished with only one district win last year, but with some strong defensive players returning, they could fight for a spot. Beaumont United finished fourth last year, but they will also be a tough out in district play. Some really great teams in this district, and it's stacked with phenomenal players. Let's see who some of them are and our players on the rise. At Baytown Lee, Ja'Cory Boston was the district newcomer of the year, and now the junior wide receiver is looking to build on last year's performance. He caught 16 passes last year, but averaged over 17 yards per catch and scored five touchdowns. Boston is the kind of receiver that makes the quarterback's job easy as he goes and gets every pass thrown his way. Look for the Ganders to find him early and often this season. If Boston doesn't get you on one side of the field, Trudell Barry will get you on the other for Baytown Lee. Barry uses his top-notch speed to get open for the Ganders as he caught 26 passes for 380 yards as a junior. He also is used in the secondary and came down with a couple of picks as well. Look for the Barry-Boston receiver duo to dominate the airwaves in District 95A Division 1. One last receiver to keep an eye out for in this district is Goose Creek Memorial's Ben Gaston. He's six foot and 160 pounds and a tremendous route runner that will help the Patriots move the chains. Gaston was just a sophomore last year, but coach Shannon Carter will look to him to be a playmaker his junior season. On defense, Baytown Sterling's Noah Lister is one of the toughest defensive tackles around. He was a first team all district selection last year and uses his brute strength to bully his way past his blocker to make the play. Lister is excellent against the run as well as he stuffs up the middle, but can also cause havoc in the pass game as well. These players are so great in District 95A Division 1. They are led by men who are helping shape them into phenomenal young men. And in our Media Day segment, we introduce you to Goose Creek Memorial, Shannon Carter. 
We are joined with Goose Creek Memorial head coach Shannon Carter. We're going to talk some 9-5A Division One. Coach, last year that district, nobody really, you know, was kind of thrown together. Nobody really knew who was going to come out of it. You guys right. ended up going 5-2, and two, but just talk about how you got through that district and, and, and what made it a special district. Man, it was a, it was a run on from, you know, the previous year I got the job in May and, uh, you know, the world stopped last year in March. And so everybody's scrambling and we knew we had some returners back from the previous year. Um, and then they had some carryover and uh, we, we kind of caught lightning in a bottle. You know, we started off one and one. We dropped a tough one to Lee and then we went on a four game run. Uh, we beat Sterling 15 to 14 and we went on to win four games. And I think we just got hot at the right time. And uh but every game was a nail biter. Every game was a one score contest, and, and so we were, we were grateful for coming out on the on the right side of that. How do you feel the rest of the district uh, looks like coming up? I know you you know Port Arthur Memorial is always going to bring something to the table there. What do you think about the rest of the district there? I think it's ext- a lot of parity, uh, an extremely uh, good district. I think you have to bring it every Friday night. Um, Baytown Lee and Sterling. I mean Sterling. I know is bringing back a lot of guys. Lee graduated a lot, like we did just like a lot of teams, but um, you have to bring it every Friday night. I think it's going to come down to the last week, kind of like it did last year. The port's going to be good. I mean, there's a ton of parity. Uh, so every Friday you're going to have to bring it. And I think it, it's going to be hard to predict who's going to get in this district. It's going to be very, very competitive. Good luck this season. And I appreciate you coming on with me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Coach, thank you so much for joining us here on the campfire. And you can catch the full interview with Coach Carter on our Media Day segment that's released on Thursday on our social media platforms. We've got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Up next, we bring in the Inside High School Sports Insider, Matt Harris, for the District Breakdown. All right, we're back again with the District Breakdown with my man, Matt Harris, from our Inside High School Sports Insider. We talk a 9-5A Division One. That's the Galveston and Baytown area. Who do you think may be coming out of that district this year, or at least who looks promising? I'm, I'm really looking at Baytown Lee. Uh, I think they had a great year last year, 7-3, second place in district. Uh, but they're going to lose a little talent with uh, quarterback Christian Olage. I hope I'm saying that right. And running back Kiki Davis, both off to college now. But they do return newcomer of the year, Ja'Cory Boston, at wide receiver. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then you've got Friendswood. I think they were, at least in my opinion, they were the favorite to win the district going in a year ago. Uh, but then Luke Gurdon, quarterback, went down in game one, and they had to adjust on the fly with a pair of sophomore quarterbacks. Uh, so Friendswood finished 3-6 and six last year, and I'd be looking for them to bounce back this season. Is there any players that we should kind of keep an eye out for other than uh, who you've already mentioned? Well, Friendswood, like I mentioned, they're they're going to have to replace Luke Gurdon at quarterback. They're going to have to replace Noah Palitz at running back. Uh, a big chunk of their wide receiver production was Nolan Smith. Uh, but they'll, they return second-team wide receiver Aiden Stokes, so he'll help fill that role. I'm keeping an eye on Aiden Stokes to be a big playmaker for the Mustangs and whoever steps into that quarterback position. Uh, they've got an all-district lineman returning in Dan Goolsby and a handful of other good linemen. Uh, and then I'm looking at Laporte as well. Uh, I, I probably should have included them in the teams to watch as well because they return, uh, I would say, an interesting mix of talent. Um, they went with a few different quarterbacks last season. They're going to have to replace do-it-all man Cooper Upshaw, who got time at quarterback as well as some other spots. But they also got a little run in for uh, Tristan Spears and Jamad Jackson at quarterback as well. And they were both sophomores. 
This should be an interesting district. I guess it, it's one of those districts where whoever gets rolling first may punch their way into the playoffs and, and get that steamroll behind and let that ball. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what we saw last year with Baytown Lee finishing second in district. Absolutely. Well, looking forward to next week, we'll be talking 10-5A Division One before we dive into some 6A action. So appreciate you joining us, Matt, and we will talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Take care. Matt Wiz, thank you so much. Great insight as always. You can catch content all week long on our social media platforms that are breaking down District 9, 5A Division 1. We move into 10, 5A Division 1 next week and we'll have some great content coming to you there as well. That's all we have for this week's episode of The Campfire. I'm Ashley Bullington and I'll see you next week.